Thanks for waiting until it started to do that. I appreciate that. Yeah, had to do it. Did you do it on purpose? Had to do it to... to um, how was your uh, um, Easter weekend? <laughs> Technically, it's still happening. True. Um, it's been an odd one. My sleeping pattern has probably been the weirdest it's ever been ever. Go on. I stayed up till five in the morning. You playing something? I was just playing mobile games. Yeah, you're a loser. What? Okay, wow. is the new one come out? Uh, it has. It's not that good. But you play. But you played it. No, anyway. I'm just playing this like Naruto, really shitty thing, basically. Okay. I'm just like sort of obsessed with it. I just I was in that mode where I was I just cannot be asked to go to sleep. Okay. So I just kept going. <laughs> was it a um? Is it a gotcha, gotcha game? Gotcha yeah, it's game. a gacha thing. It's like a really like terribly made little thing, but it's actually it's I play these kind of little like this. It's weird. Like you'll get these really budget gacha games come out every so often that have these giant IPs surrounding them. Sure. Um, because they're like really really not great, but they actually like play fairly well. Mm-hmm. This one plays pretty well. So I can usually tell within the first 10, 15 minutes whether or not it's actually going to be any good. And this one was actually pretty decent. So, so yeah. Cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's get underway, Jables. Might be a bit Please. of a short one this week, but that's okay. That's okay. So, to begin with... Where's she gone? <clears throat> How many men does Black Widow get past in the corridor scene in Iron Man 2 whilst Happy fights with just one? This is a great question. That is, because I know, I know the exact scene. That's actually her first scene in, the, in a Marvel movie. Is it? That was her first introduction into the Marvel series, yeah. That's cool. So I've got A, 18, B, 11, C, 6, or D, 3. I was going to say 12, so I'm going to go with 11. Correct answer, Jay. Very well done. Very well done. Yeah, I knew it was around a dozen. I, kn- I don't know how I knew that. I just knew it was. Very well done. Yeah, I don't know how the hell I knew that. That's a very odd one. Okay. So, what have you been playing? Actually, no, no, no. Sorry. I wanna, I'll want to. i jump into Achievement Archive first. So, a little something we like to do, Jay, at the moment. It's called Achievement Archive. We dive into the achievements of your achievements and look at small <laughs> games, basically. That's Just remember a little yeah. bit about the things. Now, the three games we've got this week, Jay, are, are big hitters. I, I think the the next few are actually like juicy. Very, very juicy. juicy. So, the first one we've got today, Gears of War 1. Mm. So I, I feel like I've talked about that quite a lot, Jay. So tell me what your thoughts, feelings, memories are of Gears of War 1 off the bat. Gears of War was a funny one because I feel like I was introduced to Gears by you, I want to say. Really? Yeah, I, I have a feeling Gears came out and I wasn't really like, I wasn't really on the pulse of it. And then I remember you playing it and you were like, you need to play this game. So I was like, okay. So I went and bought it. Huh. I think I didn't actually play Gears 1 until Gears 2 had already come out. Really? From what, from what I can remember. I could I could be way off, yeah. But Gears just was not on my radar. Didn't okay. really seem like my kind of game. It's funny. I'm trying to remember. What year did Gears come out? 2006 or seven? Yeah. I don't know. So how old were we? We were like uh, 11, 12? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. I don't know why, but Gears always seemed like not like a scary game. 
but like it felt a lot more horrific than it actually is. And I think my age might have had something to do with it. I don't know. 2006. 100% mate. Like if you look at the front cover, you literally, it looks like the sort of Plus game where 18, you play in right? hell. Yeah. And it's yeah. So like in my mind, yeah. it's pretty gory too. So, I mean, I don't think it was necessarily good for us to play that at that, that age. It definitely had somewhat of an effect, I'm sure. Um, but, you know. Yeah, no, I, I I probably didn't play it until, yeah, like I said, maybe Gears 2 had already been out. It's a tough one, because I feel like I don't really have... I don't think I... I don't have, think I got good at gaming until, like, fairly recently. In some degrees. Like, I feel like I've, always, I've almost always been good at Call of Duty, or, like, first-person shooters, but Gears was a third-person shooter. And I'm trying to remember if there was any third-person shooters that I'd played <coughs> also. <laughs> I mean, there aren't really that many third-person shooters, are there? I mean, not not at that time. I feel no, like it's a I lot feel like more it, now. This was probably one of the first instances of third-person shooting that sort of came into the mainstream. None come to mind easily. Let's yeah. just put it like that. Um. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I think it was almost maybe my first... Because I, I really started to like heavy metal. <laughs> sort yeah. of around like age 9, 10. Yeah. So I'd already sort of like understood like... Like, the, like that was kind of like, you know, the way things were like envisioned, I guess. Like that came with the music. So I've sort of seen that and that, that had piqued my interest. Because I thought, oh, this would, like, it seems like a, quite a metal game i guess and so that that definitely made me uh think it was cool but i, I think i need to go back and play gears one to be honest because i don't i don't think i appreciate it then for what it was necessarily the only thing i'm trying to remember was the the train scene in gears one or was that gears yeah, two at the end yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is yeah so i think that's probably my most memorable part of that was the train bit and I remember that was the bit that you spoke about the most. Like you just kept going on about it, and I was like, "Why? It <laughs> must be a good bit of the game, I guess." That, that's probably my my like the most vivid part of it. And then I guess the other part of it is just how I hated the movement. Like the movement in that game is awful. I get the worst thing about Gears is the movement. Like Are you having crazy? to go from cover to cover, it was awful. It was really janky. Do you mean as in the transition from one cover to another? Yeah, like doing that sort of like duck and run. Like it just felt very rigid. It didn't feel very flowy. But then I think as I got older, once Gears 2 and 3 came out, I realized that, you know, you you had to like dodge and do certain things and understand movement. Like it got better. I say by Gears 3, I like didn't mind it. Yeah, but sure. But it's definitely, I still wouldn't, I don't prefer it. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. It's not, it's not preferable. Interesting. But um, no, I mean, Gears is, is sort of like a, I don't necessarily feel nostalgic for it, necessarily. I guess it's just like, it feels more like a stepping stone on the way to where I am now. More than anything else. It feels like something that I can say, oh yeah, I played that. And that's probably part of the reason why I like this, this and this. And, you know, and why I appreciate good mobility in games. Because <laughs> that game did not have good mobility. Interesting. It was, it was also, I think, one of my first instances of me being frustrated at a game for dying so much because of the mobility probably <laughs> more than likely i guess did you have a similar experience 
no, to be blunt. Oh. No, Gears is one of those key titles for me, a bit like Assassin's AC One, where I'm like, this is this is golden uh, three sixty time, and right. sort of as I mentioned earlier, Jay, like the the front cover to me has always looked like, like, do you play in hell? Like it it, it just looks uh, okay. like you, I don't even know. What, I mean, it's such a different thing, right? There's a guy with a gun <laughs> with a chainsaw point, on the it end does of it, seem very with sword armor. And there's like flames in the background. It, it it just like and like you say the that 18 rating with the trailer made it almost become this notorious like what the fuck is this game like like when I, I remember started playing it I was like oh so it is actually based on an Earth like planet and oh there actually are humans on it like because I was so surprised because just looking at the game I'm like I have no idea what this game is about. But obviously jumping into it, learning about, I know it's called Gears of War, but just, you know, it being a third person post-apocalyptic type game. It was absolutely one of the, the key titles for 360 for me, obviously. I definitely think one of the best Gears games, um, if you want to if you want to talk about it in that sense. For me, um, Gears 3 campaign, after recently playing it, no good, no good. No. Gears 2 campaign, probably my fave, but Gears yeah, 1 has got a special place. I think Gears 2 might be one of the, the small exceptions where the sequel is better than the original um, overall, just because it's just like a general improvement. I think Division obviously comes into that as well. Sure, sure. And I imagine Horizon probably comes into that as well, but I'll have to let you know on that one. <laughs> <laughs> see no, what no worries. And probably Spider-Man too, I imagine. Hopefully. Hopefully, there's so many good sequels. I feel like that are either coming or have been. Hopefully, mm. but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's obviously a, a really special place for me. Jay, I can't remember if we actually talked about the Pimp My Ride game. <laughs> okay, what about it? Do you remember anything about it at all? Yes. Go on. There was a, a mode in the game called Ghost Ride My Whip. Do you know this? <laughs> So this is a thing. I don't know. You've seen Fast and Furious, right? Yeah, kind of. Part of that culture back in sort of the early two thousands was there was like there was like certain cars where you could literally like put your car in like a certain mode, like a certain drive mode, and have it drive very very slowly and creep along, and you would almost like dance beside it. There was actually a trend of this a couple of years ago on TikTok. Do you remember this, where people would like get out of their car, do a dance to a certain song? while their car was slowly crawling along and they would film outside of the car. Yeah, that this? rings a bell. That rings yeah, a so bell. this was yeah, actually yeah. a thing that happened in the early 2000s that people would do that. And they would like, you know, ghost ride the whip is what they would call it. Like oh ghost riding God. is sort of like it would go by itself and you would and you would sort of show your car off as it went along kind of thing. And there was a mode where you had to like press certain buttons. Uh, what do they call it? QTE? Yeah, it was like a QTE sort of, almost sure. like a Guitar Hero type mode where you'd like like a rhythm game almost. I remember that being a thing. So so was there different modes in the game? <laughs> Honestly, that's about as much as I can remember. I remember what? playing it and then being like, this is this game shit. <laughs> like stopping playing immediately. I'm just watching I, I, I was obsessed with, with, uh, with Pit My Ride. I think I've probably seen every single episode, more than likely. What happened to the show? Why did it end? just ended i think there okay. was like 20 series or something oh so it was quite a lot then yeah i mean it just kept going i mean exhibits only gonna do it for so long yeah sure i can see the rhythm based game that you're talking about uh, on this tim westwood uh, did the uk version did you ever watch that one 
No. Yeah. There was Pimp My Ride UK and Tim Westwood was the <laughs> was the host of it. My dad's gonna laugh so hard at that one, I can already tell. <laughs> Very oh, good. God. So I assume the main core of the game was modifying your car then, no? Yeah, like... probably. You probably got like a, a, a car and it came in and you probably modified it to look, you know, you pimped it or whatever. I mean, the game doesn't actually look that terrible online. I don't know. This has been a while. What, what, 2006, that game came out? 2005, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, it was, I think it boring. genuinely was one of the first. I think it might have been a release title for 360, honestly. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's cray cray. Okay, cool. All right. And the last one for today, Day, Jay. Um, again, another huge game for, for both of us, I think. Fable 2. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know where you were going to go with that one. Sure. Uh, what's the word? Arguably better than Fable 1. Yeah. Arguably. In some instances. I think I, think I had, yeah. again, it's a similar thing to Gears 1, Gears 2. I think I didn't appreciate Fable 1 until Fable 2 had come out. I was like, oh, okay, now I understand. I get why things were the way they were. But honestly, Fable has not aged well. It's probably Harsh one words. of the worst aged uh, games I've ever played in my life. It aged awfully. I think the lack of polish really shows today. Oh, 100%. It's, it's awful looking now. I, I don't think you could pay me to play it now. <laughs> I get what you mean. I get it's really mean. not. It's not. It's still got a charm to it, it though. I think for sure. I'd say Fable Three is probably obviously the better looking, but I think there's actually some mechanics in Fable Three that um, that uh, supposedly Starfield is going to have similar uh, economic um, mechanics from Fable Three. I might, have to, I might have to link you the video, but there's this guy who makes Starfield content, and he made a comparison between Fable 3's economic system yeah. and the potential of Starfield's economic system. That would be really similar. cool. That would be really cool. That, there was the qu- thing about buying houses, weren't there? Do yeah, just very quickly on that. Yeah, so basically, if you played Fable 1 and you killed a villager, you then find out that house can go on sale, and then yeah. you can find out you can buy the house, and then actually rent it out, and then yeah. get money over time. So if you did what me and I assume you did, Jay, maybe, maybe not, is that you kill everyone, and you basically own the entire fucking game, and you rent it out, and you become super dirt rich. And so they actually that, yeah, implemented that, was... that into Fable 2 as an actual system. And Fable, uh, yeah, actually, was it and Fable, Fable 2 3. Or Fable 3? I think they might have done it both, but I think they, they had evolved it by time from the later games where you didn't need to kill everyone, but you could just do it straight away. Yeah. But what yeah. you could do is you could sort of work your way up almost like a landlord. Like you could buy all the, the cheap stuff and eventually build up enough money to then have all the better stuff and then have, be infinitely rich, basically. I mean, in Fable 3 is all about royalty, right? So it kind of made sense. No, it's a really, really good system. And they're going to, I feel like that from this guy's video, he sort of, you know, uh, had some evidence as to potentially them using it or using a similar system in uh, in Starfield. Man, I honestly, Starfield is going to get so fucking in depth from this guy's video. I've watched uh, probably about thirty hours of videos on on Starfield so far, and we oh, haven't Jesus. even seen anything yet. Oh god, this is all like like most of it is speculation and very good speculation too. Sure, I mean, I've I've sure. been doing some some research. I will tell you what. <laughs> Oh god, we're so sure. far away from it as well. Well, um, in terms of Fable Two, at least, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. As, oh man, I was watching the. Tra- you know, do you remember when you could download Vidox on three hundred and sixty at all? 
Like you can literally I... download like trailers and vidox from the store. And it's literally, you know, I've rewatched, 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 counting down the days for Fable 2 to come out. I don't think I remember out. that. No, I don't remember that. So I remember that it, it came out on a Friday. I ordered it. <laughs> I remember speaking to you on the Friday after I, Biology or funny, something. I have the game guide for that game somewhere. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember I, remember I was like a big guide person. I'd always buy the guide for a game. I probably have like 30 game guides lying about somewhere. They might be I think I got, I think I got Yeah, I think I got rid of most of them. I, don't, I haven't really looked after them very well. But Fair. The, one, the ones I have looked after is like Cyberpunk. I've still got the thing for that. So. And then uh, Fable, it didn't come until the Saturday morning, but man, when that I remember because you complained. I remember you talking about that. Jesus. Yeah. You, you went on about that for ages. Like, you, you, you were playing the game, like, but you were still pissed about it on the Monday. You are like, I can't believe it took that long to come. That is true. Um, uh, very hilarious. But hilarious. yeah, that dude, Fable Two just hit it, like yeah, at, the at the time, time it yeah. was like exactly what I wanted, and it more. was the pinnacle. It was literally yeah. like exact. I remember like, again, you you introduced me to Fable, and I yeah, I mean, it's just one of those ones where I think Fable was probably like one of the first instances of like RPG, like Western RPG, I guess, like the sort of evolution of it. Like, you know, I was I was actually by that point I was fairly. Um, used to just Japanese RPG, which is, I still think I prefer Japanese RPG over Western RPG. I get you. Well, Fable's notoriously British, right? Which is, which yeah, is exactly. probably Ryan why Head, we right? like it too. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it's uh, it's fucking, it's great, it's great. Mm-hmm. So, Jay, I remembered what you said about last time we recorded, and you said the news is your favorite part. So, why don't we move straight onto the news? Yeah, one thing. Please. Did you uh, did you have a look at that charger link I sent you? I did not. No. Yeah. Oh man, this charger is is good. Okay. <laughs> this battery charger thing, like I've I've only just had the battery run out and I hadn't even charged it. Like it's lasted me forever. Okay, I'll check out now. Well, to be honest, I haven't really been playing a lot, so I can't really judge. But I'll be able to do a proper test end of april beginning of may when i have my time off so you get two batteries with it yeah you get two batteries and a charger Hang on. i mean there's a lot yeah. of good reviews yes yeah, 2600 which i think is like a, one of the larger batteries sure um you get the charger that comes with it and then the actual cable for the charger is like built in look built in wow so it folds out where do yeah. you and you just plug it into a plug? Yeah, it's USB, so you just put it in the front of your Series X and it'll charge. Although it does have different connectors at the top, so it's got like other possible. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah if yeah. You, if that one conks out, you can then buy a new thing for those. Cool. So I'm hoping that it's uh, it's going to last me a while. That if the last one lasted me like ten years, this one should at least last me ten. Let me know how it goes. I won't it. make them purchase just yet. Yeah, I've got I think Amazon I'll... basics already. But once I play dead island and star wars and redfall i'll be able to test it properly and actually figure out how long it lasts mm. i'll be able to do a pretty good accurate test so i'll try it out then sick sick cool. all right jables let's move on to the news three for mm. three this week big news e3 has been cancelled it certainly has yeah so this comes by way of them I assume, yes, Entertainment <laughs> yeah. Software Association announced today to its members that E3 has been cancelled. So, Jay, please take it away. 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, we sort of saw it coming, you know. People were pulling out. I think PlayStation pulled out first. Microsoft was shortly after. Then Ubisoft, Ubi- right? Yeah, Ubisoft were like back and forth. They were like, we are coming. Actually, we're not coming. Mm. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I think Sega potentially pulled out like right at the last second. And then they were like, right, that's it. Nobody's coming. So we've got there's not, <laughs> not very much point. I think there's a couple things to be said, really. I think the indie the indie uh, developers might suffer very slightly because they're probably the ones that had the most uh, draw, I guess, or the most like uh, benefit from something like E3. Although I was actually watching a sk- the Skill Up uh, podcast with Alana on it yeah. earlier, and they were talking about the E3 thing. And they were saying about how, you know, COVID was probably like the main reason this whole thing happened. Because I think well, it, it got cancelled, what, 2019? 2020, no, 2020. 2021. And then, yeah, it? I think they didn't, they did an online thing for last year and didn't do very well. And you think that's, that they think that's what's triggered it? Yeah, I mean, you know, all it co- I mean, we're talking like millions for a stand, you know? Sure. To like showcase sure. off your stuff. And that's like the cheap, millions is cheap, you know? Sure. Um, and you know, I mean, I've said it before. Like, they just they realized they could they could they could do their own show, have it be infinitely cheaper, and then also monetize the stream that they mm. do the stream from, potentially. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, I know Jeff Keighley obviously jumped on it. Like, literally, I think within ten minutes of the announcement of E three being cancelled, he was already advertising Summer Games Fest, uh, Game Awards, like all of the stuff he does. That seems a bit. Um, hmm. Well, if anything, I think it's probably a good thing. It's like, yep, it's me now. I'm the I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm the new E3 it, bitch. Yeah, I kind of respect it. I'm kind of like, yeah, man. Like you're the guy. Like you've seen uh, Spy Kids three, right? I have. Yeah, the guy. He's like, Jeff is the guy. Like he's sure. He's now the head of gaming. Uh events i guess both well for both major uh, parts of the year middle yeah. and end yeah i mean yeah like that's it now it's it's uh, it's evolved it certainly has times have changed you know yeah i think uh they were talking about how the biggest letdown is like sort of e3 almost felt like that that part of the year where it was almost like a i think their exact words were it was like a slumber party like it was almost like a sleepover. Like you, you know, you'd enjoy that week. It was like a week-long sleepover that you have with friends. You could just chat about gaming and what was going to happen, kind of thing. Sure, you know? sure, sure. Like it was a bit of a party almost. Uh, but uh, I mean, we're still going to have that. It's just drawn out a lot longer. Yeah. And I think we it... also get to pick exactly what we want to see, rather than having to wade through all the crap, as it were. It's it's the end of an era. But and it's sad because, like you say, Jay, like all the politics, opinions, whatever you want to put aside, this has been, you know, the best time of the year for me and you for like fifteen years. Like, like there is no way I'm coming home and like a few, you know, key presentations have been on, and I'm not going to watch them as soon as I possibly can. It it just is what it is. I think over the last year, or maybe two years, I've probably watched every single presentation that's been out like ubisoft playstation microsoft uh i've watched i think maybe almost every single nintendo nintendo direct 
Um, yeah, I think they're just like they're almost like so many different events now. Like it just becomes a part of like having to keep your eye on social media just in case there's a, an announcement of something. You know, totally. Be like, totally. right, I got to make sure I watch this live stream. I mean, we've even got the Blaze Starfield one on June 11th, I think. Sure, sure. We've got Starfield on June 11th, and we've got Ubisoft on June 12th. Like, I think the beginning of June is like is is the I think June 2nd is officially the kicking off season of gaming. Because we've got Diablo 4 comes out, uh, Street Fighter comes out, and there's all the announcement directs, basically. Like, showcases right after. So, it's like E3 kicks off beginning of June, if you ask me. And if you and also in regards to yeah, it is what a time. And in regards to the cancellation of E three J, I think as I say, sad, but at the same time but will I ge- will we gen we'll miss the nostalgia of it, but are we genuinely gonna miss, you know, um the awkward humour. Yeah, that the was the funny thing, wasn't creatures. it? I feel like everyone always looked forward to see like what what cringiness would happen at E3, you know? Such cringe. There was about what what could possibly go wrong. And that there was always something that went awry, you know? And it was just hilarious. Like, Yeah, the, the cringiness, the the weird humour. Yeah, like, we'll have a nostalgia yeah. for it. But I, I genuinely think the state of play for me <laughs> is the... And the Nintendo Direct for what that's worth. Even though I hate all the games that Nintendo show, I think that's the perfect delivery for me. You know, like trailer, 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 trailer. Info, trailer, 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 info, release date, done. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then potentially surprise announcement. Right. Potential many, many surprise announcements. And then we obviously had the, at the beginning of the year, we had the Xbox Developer Direct, mm. which potentially they may have more and more of that now. I don't know. Yeah. Whether that's going to be like a one-time thing or it's going to be more often. I think they said that it was going to be more often. But that, Yeah, I think that's the message we got, but I guess we'll see. We'll see. Jay, this... Oh, I'll, move, I'll go on to this one first. Um, on, <laughs> you texted me the other day. Star Wars Jedi Survivor's file size, specifically the PS5 file size. This yeah, comes so by I'm way of Push uh, Square, I, by the way. Sorry, please go As far on. as I've seen, that this 155 gig is just PC. But supposedly consoles will still be over 100 gig. So well, I don't think it's exactly 155, but let's pause on I the. I can't on... quite find the exact number, but it's oh, definitely over 100 apparently. Well, let's let's pause it for a sec then. Um, why is it 155 on PC? Is that is that because you need to install the best file site? You know, in terms of graphics, all of that. Do you need yeah. to install the best in order to download it, so so to speak? I don't know the ins and outs, if I'm totally honest. But this this sort of led me to like a certain place in my head where I was like, is this going to be the new norm in terms of next generation gaming? Like, is every true next gen game going to be well over 100 gig? So I feel like most games we play nowadays are sort of anywhere sort of between forty and eighty gigs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like most, most like if you download a game like a AAA game now, it's more more than likely going to be anywhere between forty and eighty. Like I think Cyberpunk is like eighty six. Oh no, seventy six. Sure. Um, Woe Long was like fifty five. I think. Sure. Um. I think uh, Dead Island's supposed to be around 45. Like, you know, it's like, you know, whatever. But you can usually tell, I guess, how, I don't know, how graphical the game's going to be by the size of it. Because obviously you need more gra- more more size of a game usually means more assets, mm-hmm. which usually means better graphics a lot of the time, sometimes. Or just a bigger game in general, I'm not even sure. But 
Um, but yeah, is this going to be the new norm? Do we think? Like, is is uh, hmm. is it because you know there's so many more polygons or whatever? <laughs> well, I guess the norm has gone from eight to ten gigs or six to ten to you know ten to forty to forty to eighty. As you say, Jay, it's more yeah, likely than not going to be most... eighty to one hundred and sixty. You know, right. I guess it will be a wait and see. But then we also had a counterpoint to this whole notion, which is that actually some developers have reduced file size. And I don't mean Destiny 2 get rid of content. I mean Sea of Thieves, Rare, they actually reduce the size of the game, install size of the game. So I don't know how they do that. But I get your point and I get your concern as well because... I know the classic example is Modern Warfare and Warzone. I was going to say, it's been being... like 120 for ages, isn't it, or something? Yeah. But it's frankly, big. that is a massive game. And you're talking about Call of Duty, which is, you know, one of the biggest games of the year. So I don't know. I don't know. I think file sizes were going to be generally bigger because of the graphics, like you say, Jay. Like, if you've got a download 4K graphics, I assume that'll be bigger, right? And all the rest yeah. of it, bigger, 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 bigger. But hopefully the ratio <laughs> should roughly be the same because we've got bigger memory. And to be honest with you, like leading to the point of, oh, is this going to be a problem? Well, I manage my, I micromanage my install so that it's never a problem. I don't know about you, but... Yeah, no, I do too. I was just thinking this, this potentially might have been the reason why this generation of console was sold with the with the sort of uh, caveat of oh by the way you can buy extra storage you know like straight away like off yeah the like map. i remember yeah, even sure. when they were marketing it they were like oh by the way there's going to be like a seagate extra thing you could buy for if you want to for like however much it was like an extra half a terabyte or whatever it was sure and it was kind of like well at the time i was like is that going to be necessary like do people really going to have like two terabytes worth of games on their thing i mean doesn't really seem very likely but now it's seeming a bit more likely because mm. you'd think also i think there might be a point in time where games are larger because of the graphics uh yeah because of the graphics but then usually what happens over time is that the technology will be able to to uh compress those file sizes down so that uh you overall you'd probably get a more median of a of a file size like they say that a, a 120 gig file size game would probably be closer to like 80 or 90 in like five six seven eight nine years time you know just because they're able to compress the size a bit better like i feel like some some files just can't be compressed nowadays because we don't have the technology for it but i imagine in the future there probably will be agreed i don't know i hope so i hope so um but yeah when you sent me that i was a little bit shocked i'm not gonna lie but I don't know. Yeah. A game like I think why why is Star Wars though? Why is it's that gotta the be first graphic time fidelity, heard, right? Yeah, it's like, gotta be though. Like graphic big... fidelity. Is it next like, gen how only? Big was... Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think how it big is, was, right? Uh, I think it is next gen Fallen only. Order. Have a look. Jedi Survivor. Yeah. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series. That's it. So maybe you're right, Jay. Maybe because it's uh, next-gen only, this will be one of the first games. Um, like the actual first true next-gen game. We've had... Um, I know we've definitely had a couple, but in terms of like with the evidence of it being such a big game as well. Yeah. I mean, Elden Ring's next-gen only, right? 
I think. Is it? I don't, think I don't so. even know anymore. It's all it's all a blur. It's all a blur. I can't remember. Alas. Are you okay if we move on, Jay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This game surprised me when you texted me about this as well. Uh, shared in a tweet, Final Fantasy 16's gone gold. It has, which is good. It's good news. It's great it news. That it's, uh, I mean, they did a they did an hour long presentation at PAX. I don't know if you watched that. We mentioned it last week. I didn't. I didn't. Um, yeah, they basically said then about how you know the game is definitely coming out when we say it's coming out. There's no delay. Don't worry. <laughs> and then I think literally a week after they had that presentation is when the announcement for the gold thing happened. So they were they were pretty sure about it. Which is funny because I remember when they were doing the presentation and the gameplay stuff, they were like crossing their fingers that the game wouldn't freeze. I was like, well, why are you worried about the game freezing? Well, how do you know that they were worried, though? Because they were talking about it. Because they finished the gameplay segment and and the director was like, oh, thank God it didn't freeze. And I was like, hang on. (laughs) I can't imagine the game would would freeze if if it was ready or close to ready. Maybe it was just a joke, maybe? No, I think he was pretty serious about it. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I, I I hate it when people like I genuinely think games nowadays are not are released underbaked every time. Regardless of whether the company will say they're actually done with it or not. I I don't think a single game has come out that I can remember that's come out baked. <laughs> sure, yeah. What was the yeah. last game that actually came out and it worked straight away? El- Elden Ring worked pretty well, right? Yeah, that's probably a good example. Elden Ring. Um Actually, to be honest, Wolong. There was no issue with Wolong. Okay. Well, that didn't that didn't need any patches or anything. I remember the first patch for that game came out maybe two or three weeks after, and they were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna tweak a few things." I know what you're saying though. That po- we, polish is not a normal thing at the mo. At the yeah, mo. it seems to be that everyone's just trying to get things out. I think because of COVID, um, they, there was obviously a, like a year long delay, which basically made it so. All these games that were supposed to make a certain amount of money by a certain amount of time have now been delayed by a year, so they've had to waste a year's worth of money. So they've now got to make extra, so they're pushing it out sooner, so they get the money sooner, but it's actually hurting the game overall and the sales overall. So they're sort of having a negative effect. Really? Well, we'll see. I mean, I know we don't know everything once a game's gone gold in terms of like timing, but the fact that it's coming out mid June, it's gone gold now. You would really hope that the game's going to be pretty well polished, wouldn't you? I mean, it's Final Fantasy. They they can't really afford to re- release a game and it not be pretty much perfect on release. Well, fifteen was notoriously had so many patches; it was almost a different game after the. Yes, uh, this is very you know, true. You know but I mean? think that was although. Uh, is 16 being made by the same people? No, no, it's not. No, 16 is being made by um, the people who made 14. Yeah, that's well, why, yeah. It's funny, actually. Uh, the biggest comparison between um, 16 and 15 and the previous uh, uh, Final Fantasy game is that 16 is basically Final Fantasy 14 and 10, but made into a solo experience. Because obviously, 10 and 14 were MMOs. Mm but imagine those games if they were campaign games like solo campaign games that's basically what 16 is apparently i think they just realized that how popular 14 is and they've been like why don't we just make this into a campaign solo experience and then it'll make as much money right sure so they're just testing that out it seems like sure sure 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried actually. We're not ever going to go back to uh, turn based. I think that's it now for Final Fantasy. We're never going to see a turn based one ever again. But that might be okay, Jay, because, well, one, you might see a, a spin off Final Fantasy turn based game, but also you'll have other JRPGs that will be turn based for sure. I mean, look Very at Persona true. 5, you know. And uh, Riser, I'll tell you, Riser, one of the games that I like. The third one just came out, and I'll be playing that. It's on, on your wish list. That is, that is yeah, on my yeah. wish list. Yeah. And it is very, it's very turn-based. And I like it for that. Have reviews <laughs> been okay? I haven't really looked, actually. I haven't really bothered. Okay, all right. But I know it's going to be good because one and two were great. All right, fair play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, th- this gives me a lot of hope that 16 will be really well-polished. And um, like you say, Jay, it needs to be well-polished. Uh, 15... Yeah. I, mean, I, took, I booked some... Oh, by the way, I booked time off work for the rest of this year so i've got obviously i've told you beginning of march for these three games that are coming out i've booked off end of june for final fantasy 16 not the beginning of june for diablo 4 because i thought well i'll be able to play that whenever um and then beginning of september for starfield cool cool because yeah that's like a must at this point yeah totally which is annoying because chances are spider-man is going to come out right after and i'm not going to be able to be home for it <laughs> well we'll so see we we'll see um so yeah so i think uh, uh well 15 worked out for us jay because like we played it years after i think we both did we played it years <laughs> yeah. after it was out so by the time like we got to it after, like yeah. it was like all you know the dust was settled that's what's funny about coming back to games is that by the time you come back to them they've already finished with their entirety of patches and they're probably the best they've ever gonna be exactly, exactly. although i think that's somewhat backwards for cyberpunk honestly I've made this argument before about how I think I genuinely think the first week of Cyberpunk was the best possible time you could ever play it. I think once they started to patch it, it actually got worse. I think now it's probably better than when it first came out. But when it first came out, it was. I know during that period of patches. Yeah, Yeah, sure, sure. As soon as as soon as the first patch happened, I was like, the games does not work anymore. (laughs) It's so strange. Sure, sure. Yeah, I get that. Um, but Although yeah, we're still well, waiting on FF13's remaster. Is that rumored? Is it's that confirmed? Only, it's the only Final Fantasy game that hasn't had a re-release, other than obviously the other, like 13.2 and like and Returns or whatever. The the only one. The only ones. Every single Final Fantasy game has had a re-release or a remaster, apart from 13, 13.2. And they make like that a Lightning trilogy, right? Surely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna? Are you gonna like play that from ground zero? Like, if that comes if that out? comes out, if they do a remaster, I'll probably play it. I don't know. It would have to be like a good enough remaster. Yeah, that's gonna need something good with it, I think, to justify that. Well, let's just put it this way: if they put the sixteen graphics onto thirteen, it would genuinely be the best game of all time, <laughs> in my mind, at least. Because yeah, thirteen sure. is my favorite game. Nah, I think they'll upgrade the graphics, but I'm not. I mean, to be fair, Jay, those graphics hold up really it, well. I mean, they'd have to have nothing else going on. Sure. They do hold up pretty well, actually. Yeah, surprisingly. I guess, you know, 13's not beloved by a lot of people, unfortunately. Yeah, strangely. Because it is the best one. It's still my favourite Final Fantasy game. <laughs> there you go. All right, one. Jake. Well, um, talk to me about what you've been playing at the moment and what you want to talk about this week. So I know um, we've, we've already discussed file size next gen, I believe, if that's not yeah. different. Yeah. Um, you've also got IGM Bad Redfall gameplay. Yeah, so I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen the controversy surrounding this? No, but please tell me. Okay, so about four or five days ago, okay. IGN released an IGN first video 
about three and a half minutes long okay. of someone at IGN, more than likely, getting to play like a preview build of the game and then showing off about three minutes worth of gameplay. Okay. And it was probably the worst gameplay showcase I've ever seen in my life. Like it literally, imagine like passing the controller to a, to like a toddler and being like, do you want to play? And then them just sort of mucking around with it. That's genuinely what it was like. Whoa. It's bad. And then I thought to myself, there's no like, either I'm crazy for thinking this or the rest of the gaming community agrees with me. So I checked and lo and behold, it's trending on Twitter. What the hell's going on with this video? Are we talking like that multiple... cuphead jump bad? Are we talking like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 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 oh, embarrassing. It. Like it's okay. it's got so many downvotes on it, it's insane. Well so what uh, um wh- how do you know how many downvotes like, it's got by the way? Ah, okay. So there's they got rid of the dislike so okay. YouTube had obviously the like and the dislike buttons. Yes. They still have them, but they got rid of the amount of numbers you can see for how many dislikes a video has. Okay. Because they thought that that was toxic basically they were like sure. they, we don't want people to be able to know how many downvotes this thing has got so about a week after that happened someone had made a modification extension for the browser that let you see exactly how many downvotes a video had so on my browser i have an extension that lets me know how many numbers of uh, dislikes a certain video has now oh and yeah i think it has like i want to say 10k downvotes and like uh, maybe a k 1000 upvotes or something huh okay so yeah, a lot of people watched it. Like all the comments of people, are like, is someone's little brother playing this game? I don't understand what's going on. Is it really that bad? Like it's it's kind of annoyingly like it it all it all I've seen comment wise of people being like, this made me not want to get the game. Like it, it it just it made the game look bad, which I thought was funny because all the a lot of the sort of content creators who have made videos around this have all been saying that. Imagine like being the the game developer. Sure. Giving that responsibility to IGN to be like, look, you know, we want you to do a little bit of marketing for us, maybe show off a little bit of gameplay. Do you mind doing that? IGN yeah. like, yeah, no problem. We're gamers. We know what we're doing. Yeah. And then getting probably some absolute noob who has no idea, probably hasn't touched a game in their life. Honestly, it would be, it would, it, I kind of, I, they would never ever tell you, but I kind of want to know who did that. Sure, <laughs> I kind of totally. want to know the person totally. at IGN who played that and was like, yeah, that's good enough. Like, it genuinely it, it surprised me that it got past quality control. Right. Did anyone actually look at this video? Yeah. Did anyone even like it, it? Genuinely felt to me like someone had hacked into IGN, played the game really badly, and went, yep, that'll do. Let's upload that. Like, it was really not. And I was just like, wow, this. Jesus. I watched it and went, God, Red Bull looks bad. <laughs> Okay, then, I'm gonna have to let her find it then. There's like a couple people it. on Twitter who I who I follow who also got preview and were able to film a couple of minutes with the game and did their own sort of like montage of them like playing the game and it's infinitely better. Okay, we're talking about people who don't who whose job it is is to do a similar thing to IGN but on a much lower scale, mm. who are just like actual gamers who know what they're doing and played the game like properly. Sure, sure. It honestly was kind of embarrassing. I mean, I'm gonna have to watch it. But that's yeah. No, um, you definitely have to. Uh, it doesn't help. It doesn't help their case of you're not actual gamers. It doesn't help the fact of like are people checking no, your videos. It's, it's a massive L. It really is. It's yeah. a massive L. Yeah. And but it like, made me feel bad. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, why did you do that? <sighs> 
But then again, you know, will it really damage? I don't know. I mean, can RGN's reputation be something. more damaged? You're, it's really? done something. It's definitely had an effect. It's had a ripple, a ripple effect. Well, in my I opinion, want to see if the stiff video is even still up. God, I mean, I'd be very surprised if it is. I'll, I, I'll, I'll let you. Oh know, no, it's still up. Okay. I cannot believe that, but it is still up. How long is the video? Okay, it now has seventeen thousand down dislikes and one point four thousand uh, likes. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's increased. <laughs> let me just let me just see if I can read out some of the uh, comments really quick. Please, please. Got to give IGN credit for making any game they play excruciating to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the fact that IGN chose to show this gameplay perspective instead of anyone else's genuinely makes me wonder how they did how they all did compared to this guy. When you or give gal, or gal, this would be or gal, yeah. It was really neat seeing this person play a video game for the first time in his or her life. <laughs> oh, God. Classic IGN gameplay. This is so wholesome. I'm assuming it was your bring your kid to work day at IGN office. Fuck yeah. This oh. is how the term journalistic difficulty got invented. Jesus Christ. They're just getting demolished in the comments. I'm surprised they haven't even like they just they haven't got rid of the comments because usually IGN hide behind that kind of stuff. They would have disabled the comments. They probably would have took down the video, but well, maybe they're just thinking, like, is what it is, it's up now. Like, if anything, it makes people talk about IGN, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, any press is, is good press, right? Right, so. right. So, could be. Could there be. There we are. There we are. And you've also got on here, Jay, Vampire Survivors. <sighs> yes. Yeah, so, so. Um, I've been a bit bored. Okay. Can't really be asked to play games at the minute, because I'm just, I'm just sort of, you know, filling the time between now and dead island sure. so i thought why don't i play vampire survivors i only put a couple i probably put about eight hours in actually probably less than that probably about six hours in hadn't really got that far with it so i thought yeah i'll, I'll try and uh try and actually complete it you know try and actually unlock some stuff sure um and i managed to do pretty well the game has 162 achievements yeah including I did dlc see that. i did see that um it has 1330g i currently have before i okay so before i started playing at the beginning of easter i had maybe 40 achievements maybe 30 i now have 136 out of 162 how many how many hours have you played it um 27 hours so you're pretty good at the game then yeah i can i can play the game pretty well i have most of the characters unlocked i haven't really started the dlc yet but it's i'm, DLC I'm free. almost there no you have to, it's about it's actually the dlc is currently on sale for one pound 79 how is it like so a big like, expansion yeah. or is it like uh, it's like a couple levels couple extra characters couple uh extra items just like you know usual okay. stuff all right but I, I think I only have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine more achievements of the main game, and then the rest of it is DLC. So I've pretty much a thousand G this game. You've done really well there. But it is a very, very fun game, and um, it it won Game of the Year at the BAFTAs. So sure. And uh, I can see why because it is very, very fun. Sure. And uh, I know you, me, and you spoke about it before when you played it very briefly. Um, but it is one of those games you kind of just have to stick to, and then once you've once you've played it for, I think after about eight hours, it really kicks off because then you you've unlocked enough to be able to like get to the end and actually understand how the game works and sure understanding what items are actually good and which ones are bad and stuff like that. So, 
and had like the maneuver, like how to maneuver around the map without dying, stuff like that. So it sounds like, like it's, it's just all like controlling. It's a lot of management of movement and items and money and stuff. It's really cool to see an independent game do so well, you know, and really like be a cult classic through through word of mouth fault or word of internet. Yeah. Um, how much you enjoy, you're obviously enjoying it quite a bit then at the moment. I've been playing it non-stop for the last three days. Yeah, oh, there's also new DLC for it coming out in June. So, as in to pay for as well, or yeah, but it's so cheap. The DLC was li- I think the DLC is literally like three quid, not on sale. So I was like, so I even it's... bought the game. Like it's currently on Game Pass, but I bought the game. Oh wow! What? Because you I bought the game it, and or? the DLC because I was like, yeah, I want to support this game. Plus, I wanted to own it. Like, if, if for any reason this game comes off Game Pass, I want to still be able to play it. <laughs> That's cool, dude. That's so really I'm cool. Like, yeah, man, these guys definitely deserve it, hundred percent. No, that that is. Uh... I can almost guarantee after getting that win or the for the game of the year, their, their sales probably skyrocketed more than likely. So. I hope so. I hope so. That's really cool, though. No, I think, it's, it's, um, a, it's a really it's, it's a very well deserved win on their part and it is a fantastic game it's probably one of the first indie games i've played in a while that gave me a sort of similar feeling to like old indie games that were popular mm. like the original sort of 360 arcade sort sure. of style of indie where i was like oh this thing kind of blew up sure because it's on uh it's on uh mobile as well you can play it on mobile what just for free or um i know i think you just have to buy it from what I remember, but okay, oh, that's cool. No, great game. Really enjoyed it. Are you gonna <laughs> go for the thousand G without the platinum? Or? Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna keep playing it after tomorrow because tomorrow is the beginning of season four for Overwatch. I'll probably be doing. Are you going that. back to Overwatch now? Uh, once season four comes out, yeah, okay. gives me a whole reason because I the whole I mean, part of the reason why I stopped playing it was because I'd already got to the end of the battle pass, so I was like, well, I'm just going to, I might as well not really much reason for me to keep going. Once I get to the end of the battle pass, I'm good, you know? And I'd say, so a season usually lasts, I think, 54 days. It's like eight weeks or something. Seven or eight weeks. Um, and I probably, I probably play the game for at least two weeks just to get the battle pass done, and then I'm good. So, on and off, you know? Okay, but I will say season four is probably the best battle pass they've had for any season so far. Okay, in terms of like the way the skins look, the skins are like top quality this this uh, this season. So very happy about that. Cool. Although the new character they released looks like dog shit, so I'm not gonna be playing. Them. <laughs> what are they called? Uh, so character called Life Weaver. I think right. he's a Thai uh, support character. He's like a healer. Thai is in. Giant. Thai from Thailand, it... right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, because obviously, I mean, Overwatch is about people from different countries, right? It's almost like Street Fighter, like every character is from a different country. Oh, cool. Uh, was taken like that back in the day with like Eddie and stuff like that, or was that not like Nina uh, and yeah, not... similar? I think yeah, I think is not Nina Russian and mm. Eddie is Jamaican, mm-hmm. something like that. that. Very similar, yeah. Was, I mean, you know, Street Fighter is synonymous with that, with like Blanca being Brazilian and E Honda being Japanese and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Oh, sorry. Okay, all right. <coughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, um, let me talk you through what I've been doing then. I mean, so, knowing oh, you, you probably play like 20 different games. Yeah, it's not fun. I don't know off. how I... Oh, God. I, that, would, that would really make my mind melt at this point. I'm getting better. I've reduced some. I've reduced some. So, okay. uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I can't remember yeah, if I've talked that. too much about that game, Jay, but um, tried I'm it pissed, out and started it. Because I really want to play that. I have it, and I still want to play it. 
It's um, it, you can definitely tell it was made within Platinum's golden era. Like it's it's an awesome it's an awesome game. It's definitely up there with it's Bayonetta. I the think the least uh, Metal Gear game of the Metal Gear games. Also true, because it was also made outside of Kojima. But it Kojima was made. He did have the original. Input. No, he had the original idea slash concept. Yeah, and then he, he was happy to hand it over to Platinum yeah, as far as it were. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, but, to me, it's not a Kojima game or a Metal Gear game. Sure. It's just a. It's a. So it's a little bit like when a, a producer makes a beat and is like, "Who wants it?" And then someone's like, "I'll have it." And then they're like, "Okay." But instead of it being called that person's beat. It's like well, it sounds more like that person's beat, so we're going to say it's more like that person's beat. Sure. The weird comparison to make, but it almost feels like sharing something and it being called something else. Yeah. I don't think it should so be called Metal Gear necessarily. You could definitely yeah. tell it's made by Platinum Games in the yeah. sort of era of, of Bayonetta and Vanquish, Vanquish um, which I would argue is their golden era. And mm-hmm. it plays really well still, like it's simple but effective. And, you know, you've got like the parry system, which I think you'd like. And the story is bombastic, Japanese, a little bit Metal Gear, so I think. So many memes. But... That game has been memed to hell. No doubt. No doubt, yeah. it's it's by one of the most it, famous memes in history. Actually, <laughs> it's absurd, <laughs> but um, it is cool. But reason I bring it up is because I haven't installed it. Um, I did enjoy playing it, but I feel like I've seen what it is, and mm. um, I'm happy with that. I'm content with that. So yeah, it's done and dusted, as it were, for me. I will no longer look at it and go like, oh no, no. Uh, the next game is The Witness. So The Witness is a puzzle game, Jay, and I, mm. I mentioned to you about a month ago that I'm feeling a little bit more puzzly at the moment. <laughs> so That's good. Yeah. So I've tried it out because I know that You'll everyone raves about it. Enjoy the Star Wars it. game. You are sorry? You'll enjoy the new Star Wars game. Puzzly? It's supposed to be full of puzzles, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. I know. Um. So yeah, so um, so I tried it out. Obviously, everyone thinks it's like the best game ever in terms of puzzle games. It looks like, good up there with Portal Two. It's How much very... does it cost? You know, it's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. I don't know what I looked on Game Pass. I couldn't. See oh, it. hold on. Sorry, I might have gotten it on a, a Live Gold actually. Yeah, I don't think it is on Game Pass. So I just looked, checked, and I couldn't see it. I was pissed. I was like, oh, I really hope this is on Game Pass. I really want to play that. And I was like, no. if not, it is on. You might have it on PlayStation, but um. Look, oh, where's it gone? Where's it gone? Where's it gone? Oh my <sighs> god, where has it gone? But anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, I, I think I got it through that, but okay. it's um, it's a very simple game again. You know, you're just literally solving puzzles. I think there is a bigger thing going on, but it's pretty much solving puzzles. Unfortunately, Jay, because I am um, borderline an idiot. <laughs> I didn't get very far. No. I got about probably a tenth of the way through the game, and uh, and that was it. And I I just I could struggle on and go through it, and I might do one day, but I just don't feel like my Are mental you not following a guide. Well, no, because then that ruins the purpose of playing the game. Not necessarily. I feel like. I mean, you probably what you'd probably do is you play the game so you got stuck. You then look at the guide and finish that particular one, then move on to the next, right? And then just keep going until you. All right. Well, here's finish. this is a good conversation to have with you then, Jay, because yes, but then I do think part of the game is a bit like a Souls-like in that you should walk away, reflect, come back. But like you say, 
But then with the Souls game, you can't just look up a guide, right? You can look up hints and tips and weaknesses, yeah, but no, you, you can. Yeah, but you can't like you still got to beat the boss, right? Yes, you still have to have the get good ability, you know. Whereas the witness Actually, is very much like I'm going to look at the puzzle. I'm going yeah, to look at the no solution. There's no need to be good because it's just a matter of actual. It's a skill. It's not even a skill issue. It's just a brain power issue. Right. So in that in that yeah, it's games with gold. Sorry, bro. Um. So in that instance, I'm a bit like, well, ha- you know, do I stay stuck or do I, do I, uh, hold on, respect it and just walk away? Because like in my mind, Jay, looking up the guide, uh, like what's the point? But I get your point in that if I looked up a guide, it's a I good could argument just move to have, on. right? Because I feel like there's two ways of looking at it. You, you either a person who. Like it's weird. Like it's almost if you've like you've got the mentality of someone from the eighties or nineties, where because there was no guides before, you had to walk away and come back. Whereas nowadays, we live in the age of you can just look it up. So why don't you? You know, like I guess it, it, it's a matter of whether and how it affects your enjoyment of the game. Like to me, I enjoy a game more knowing that if I get stuck, I can just look up the solution. And I think that says more about when I was born than anything else. <laughs> Whereas, you know, some people would be like, well, that's just cheating or whatever. But it's not necessarily cheating. It's just, I know I'm going to get more enjoyment out of finishing the game rather than getting stuck and getting frustrated and not, and then having, having the anxiety of not having gotten it done. Like to me, it's more of an anxiety issue. Like mm-hmm. if I get stuck, I'm going to be anxious about not being able to get past it. And the longer I leave it, the worse my anxiety would get. Sure. So I, I have to finish it now. Like in my mind, if I don't progress, then I'm just going to stress, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's probably a personal thing, but I, I mean, you know, would you not get anxious about that? Does not that not affect you? I'll need to reflect on it if that's okay with you. I'm not sure if yeah. unfinished games cause anxiety <clears throat> just yet. Well, it's not even do. just about unfinished games. I think it's just about, <clears throat> like, in my mind, I don't... What would, what would cause me anxiety is looking at my games and apps, right? Seeing that I've got it installed and just knowing that I can't get past that bit. That would give go. me that would give me anxiety. That's that's pretty much what I mean. Yeah. Because th- I'm thinking there, I'm looking at is, like, I can, oh, I, I want to play, but I can't. Yeah. I can bypass it by just looking it up. Right. Like, right. No right. need for anxiety on that anymore because I can just I can cure myself of it. Right. Immediately, and it's like, oh, thank God. Like I can just inject myself with anti-anxiety medication by looking it up. <laughs> sure. But what about, like, you know? what about like a, a paper Sudoku or crossword then? Like, would you look <laughs> up the answer if you, you know, if you're doing it and you're like, that is a really fucking good question. Just to put it in perspective of how I think about it. What I might do in that instance is potentially ask someone like, no, right. So a paper one is difficult because that genuinely is just a brain power issue. Whereas if you like see you're playing a Sudoku on an app, you can like do a hint and it'll give you one for free, right? There's that. At that point, I probably just wouldn't play the Sudoku anymore. I'd be like, right, I've hit my limit of brain power. I'm done. Mm. Done with that. Do something else. But I feel like if you've already paid for a game, it's a bit different because you, you kind of have to finish it. Mm. Whereas Sudoku is probably not that expensive, you know, sure. probably one in the newspaper or something, you know, wherever it might be. So sure, I think that's sure. more of a, more of a, an investment level of how much money have you already put into it. I now need to then, you know, can you hear that? 
from me. Yeah, can you, can you hear that? Like the rain is hitting my window so hard right now. I can't hear it. No, we haven't got any rain anymore. Have you still Dude, got... it is heavy rain right really? now. Really? Like heavy. Like it's, I feel like there's a big storm going on outside. Fair. Which is annoying because I left my umbrella at work the other day. So oh. if it rains in the morning, I'm buggered. So you got a coat? Um, yeah, I got a coat. Um, but yeah, you know. I get you. I'm going to think about what you said, Jay. I'm going to think about it a lot. Yeah, it's one of those sort of like, you know things where it's almost like you have to form your own opinion on how you feel about something i understand and like do you know, do you, figure it out do you know what frustrates me jay is that if i do that i will then have i will then think about I having a conversation with someone and they go so did you use a guide and i'll go yeah so it's that so what you're saying is there's a, there's a stigma around using guides. yeah yeah okay so I just need so, to own okay, it. Okay, let's let's say this right and say someone comes to you and says, "Did you use a guide for that?" What do you say? I say yeah. Role play. Okay, what's their response? More than likely going to because it could go one or two ways. More than likely, I could either go, Me "Oh too. yeah, I use a guide too," or yeah. "Why would you do that? Isn't that cheating?" Mm. And I'm like, "Well, what? Who? What? The guide wouldn't exist if it was cheating." Oh, is that true though, Jay? Is I that think true? so. Like a guide is supposed to guide you. It's not supposed to actually like give you the answer necessarily. It's a good point. It's not a cheat code. It's a guide. That's the name of the game. It's name a guide. It's a guide. It's a walkthrough. It is a walkthrough. It's, it's not meant... Oh, it's so true. Let's put it game. this way, right? Persona 5. Okay. I could not a thousand do that game without a guide. Right. It is, it is statistically impossible. Right. I would have had to have played that game for probably about a thousand hours. But I probably would have had to play through it five or six times to actually figure out Understand. exactly what I would have had to have done. Probably yeah. longer. I don't have that time. <laughs> My time is too valuable. So I bet I there's people out there guide, though, who you know? have done it's, that, it's more right? About time. time is money. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have a lot of it. So I need to use it the best in the best way possible. You've convinced me, Jay. I think that's always. the best way to look at it. It's You've just more about time me. management. You've got to think to yourself, right? The reason why you're playing all these games in your back catalogue is because you know that you haven't really got the time to in the future, think about especially. it later. Yeah. Because if there's, if there's new games coming out, you're going to have a bigger and bigger catalogue. So you need to make use of your time now and get them out of the way. And by the best way of doing that is using a guide, if you ask me. So I, think, I, think, I think you've almost lost your... What's the word? Uh... <clears throat> It's almost like you've given up your right to take your time on a game if it's in your back catalogue. Because you've you've almost like missed the opportunity to a degree. Like, if you thought to yourself, I will, I'll play this game, but I won't ever use a guide because I want the full experience. But it came out five years ago, probably a little late. Sure. Because at that point, you want to be on to the next thing, right? So if you, to get this out of the way, you need to be able to use a guide to be able to get out of the way but I, I don't really look at it as like getting out of the way i look at it more as like my enjoyment overall like i'm going to enjoy yeah. the game knowing that i actually made it even though i used a guide like the guide i've never had that problem with the guide stigma in my head it's just never it does not it doesn't correlate sure stigma does not affect me in the slightest like if someone asked me to use a guide i'd be like hell yeah i did sure you kidding i don't want to waste a thousand hours on a game where i could only spend a hundred and get it done first time yeah yeah my time is precious to me yeah. 
I've got shit to do. <laughs> I bet there's people out there though who basically, would... if someone says, if someone if someone judges you for using a guide, that what they're basically saying is, oh, so you you care about your time. Why do you, why would you ever care about your time? That's like, well, <laughs> fucking, it's my time. I've got to care about it. Sure, sure. So they're basically t- saying, fuck your time is what they're saying. They don't, I, they don't, they don't appreciate you. I, I get that. I get that. But there must be people out there, Jay, who let's say are less busy or whatever, who genuinely would take fuck some sort people. of pleasure in doing it five times. And, and if you've got out. that much time on your hands, you've got too much money. You as I'm concerned. Or not yes. enough money, maybe. <laughs> in some circumstances. Or not enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. You're on either end of the spectrum. And I don't respect that. You need to be in the middle. You know me, I'm Goldilocks. I'm always in the middle. In the middle. In the middle. Oh, that was that was a lovely conversation. That Comes full circle. Lot. Yeah, Comes that has helped circle. a lot. I'm glad I could be of some service. <laughs> that does sort of relate to me uh, bringing up something else in this segment, which is that trying to find what to play next but i think you've already answered Mm. that question for me jay frankly in that don't put yourself through hell like you say like why you've got so much like there's already like there's so much out there to help you why would you want to make it harder for yourself sure sure but sometimes but sometimes you know i will want that challenge and i know when i want it and I you'll that. know because it'll you'll it'll just make sense. Like something like a Wolong or yeah. Souls like requires the challenge. Yeah. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Whereas other games that can be done in twenty hours, like I'm not really to challenge myself. Yeah. Just get it done. Get yeah. her done. Get her done. By the way, Jay, I'm actually stuck on Wolong, which makes me feel like yes, a bad player because yeah, I feel I've, I, watched, I keep hearing I've... people saying like no one's <laughs> no one's got I did I didn't die in this game. I'm like, shut no, up. Oh screw them, screw them, they did. Um Please. It's funny. I have. I obviously have you saved to my home screen, and you're like sure. you're like the first thing on my home screen. So I I constantly check what you've been playing, how many days you've been off, and how many days since your last achievement stuff like this. And I'm sure. like, whoa, long four days ago. Wow, he hasn't been playing this very much. And then I check a little while ago. It's like twelve minutes ago. I'm like, oh, okay, he's playing it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back to it, kind of thing. I am. I'm trying. Um, I'm stuck on the boss with the horse. Is that normal or is that? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. That was that was difficult. That was probably the if i that would that was that was the boss that when i finished it i was like oh i have to get good at this game okay to me that was like oh i'm actually pretty good at this game that was the boss that i had i got stuck on for so long that i actually had to get better at it to get past okay that that i'd say that point you're at the point in the game now where you're like oh if i don't get better now this i might as well give up yeah yeah this is the this is the bit where i have to i i'm not joking when i say this I had to play that boss fight until I till I deflected every single hit. Mm. I, I played that boss fight. I I got I probably got hit once. I hear because I was like by the end of, by the end of my training, I was so fucking good at deflecting. I was like I can beat the rest of this fucking game. I'm good at this shit now. I get it. I understand it. Like the gaming development of this, like the way they designed it, is perfect. Did you attack as well in between as in between different? Yeah, so you, you have to learn. There's definitely like a thing on here on that particular boss where. There's a there's a certain section where you have to deflect everything and then not attack and then you have to deflect everything and then attack once or you have to I think you have to hit twice, back up and then deflect a bit, hit twice, back up and there's like there's certain phases you have to go through. Yeah, sure, sure. But once you once you understood it, man, it's so fucking satisfying. <laughs> oh, I didn't even have to look up a guide for that. I just I just sort of figured it out. That was cool. actually a really that was a nice. Challenge. It's good to hear though that you I, had a challenge I loved that too. Boss battle. It, I was it was frustrating but fun because it, it actually taught me how to play the game. Yeah, totally. And I respect it so much for that. I respected the yeah. hell out of it for it. Agreed. Like, oh, 
thank God. Agreed. Like it actually, it made me so much better at deflecting. Well, look, dude, getting, you took my advice about having to block before you deflect or whatever. I'll be honest, Jay, I'm not actually doing that that much. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like, I recommend it. It's definitely one of the things where you need to basically walk around and know. You almost have to know when they're going to attack, and when they're when they're about to attack, you hold block and then deflect. Because what happens is there's like a certain thing in the animation where there's a certain amount of frames when they're hitting you while you're blocked, you can still deflect. Whereas if you try to gauge it and not hold the block, you're not going to be able to see when it's hit you. So there's no sort of visual of the frames. But then also you're there's a lot less time in the animation for you to be able to deflect it. So there's actually more of a chance of you deflecting it while you're blocking than not. Does so it, I recommend so, it. And you're not talking about walking around with the block held down. You mean I have no. to press it you right need before? To, not right before, but like a good two seconds, maybe one or two seconds sure. before. Sure. So like if he's coming towards you, it's like hold block, get ready, deflect, deflect, deflect. And but holding block while you're deflecting too, because what happen is, if he like does an attack that surprises few, you after yeah, yeah. after one deflects and you're not holding block, you're gonna get hit by it. Okay. There's there's a couple strays where if I if I wasn't blocking after I was deflecting, you're still gonna get hit by it. So okay. it's better to just take the damage or not take the damage by by blocking basically. Okay. But All you right. can do that whole boss fight without getting hit once. And sure. It's fairly doable. Sure. So yeah, I'll I'll be very proud of you. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> if you manage to defeat that boss, I'll be very proud of you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Understood. I will work on it. But man, I that was probably the boss I spent the longest on. I probably spent like two or three hours on that single boss that makes me feel a lot better jay i was starting to think i was really bad at the game that's a yeah interesting boss let's just put it that way yeah but like you say it stays in your mind right it stays in your mind that yeah wolong will forever be in my brain of like most memorable games i've played in the last decade it's just it's so memorable dude this conversation is uh <laughs> weight has lifted from my soul shoulders for sure <laughs> from your sure. soul yeah that was soul. a bit of a freudian slip right there <laughs> from my soul and my shoulders yeah, um, that's where your that's where your soul is in the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> the other game, Jay, was a uh, Microsoft Quest game where it was like you have to um, Microsoft Rewards. You have to get three achievements on one of these games. So I picked it. It's like a Heroes thing, and I played yeah. Rise: Son of Rome. Remember the Xbox One launch title? Yes. Which, by the way, I've heard a lot of people talk about. They actually wouldn't mind a sequel to that game. Well, that's the rumor. People talk about it all the time. I don't know why. I've got to say, Jay, the combat is similar to like a Batman Arkham Knight in that, you know, you like hit, attack, parry, and it's third person. Um, And the graphics are still amazing. Apparently, the story's really good. I think it's a little bit repetitive, but to be fair, the game's massive as well. Like, they want you to do like multiple playthroughs. There's like mo- like an overall meta level going on. There was this big multiplayer thing going on. Like, it's a pretty big game. And obviously, if you're a gamer like me and you, it's probably the go to game at launch, other from an Assassin's Creed or a Call of Duty. So, I can totally see why it's got a bit of a cult following in that respect. And it's quite interesting playing this game so many years later because. Like I played it for like half an hour, forty minutes, got the achievements, but I had a good time with it, and I want to bring it up to you just because it's it is an interesting game, and it's one of those games which will forever live on because it's a launch title, you know. And I think that there's there's always a place for that. It's funny. I feel like from what I've heard, people say that graphically, it's probably one of the better games that holds up. Totally, totally. <clears throat> but maybe in terms of like actual gameplay, it wasn't maybe as solid definitely um, as many others um 
I don't know. Rise is one of those ones where I saw it and I was like, this just doesn't look good to me. Like, sure. This is very not. Like it felt almost like a Connect game that got taken off of Connect. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I thought this is one of those things where they initially had it. There was a lot of Connect functionality to it. To be fair. Yeah, and I, I, I think that era of Xbox is probably the worst era of Xbox I've ever had. Like that 2013 to 2015 era of Xbox is probably the worst that Microsoft ever been. I think you're right, Jay, but I also know that in my heart of hearts, that period is when I played Titanfall, Black Flag, yeah. and Sunset Overdrive, and I love all three of those games to bits. It's funny, I almost have that that time as more of like a looming black cloud over my gaming experience. Did you get an like, Xbox One launch, by like, the way? I did, yeah. Okay. I barely okay. played it. Okay. I, I just I regret it, honestly. I actually regret getting the Xbox One. Oh, that's sad. I really do. I kind of wish I hadn't bothered. I kind of wish I just bothered getting a PS4 instead. No, but that's not true because, like, towards the end of the life cycle, when we started the pod, you played it a lot. Yeah, no, it was uh, Final Fantasy, Final AC. Fantasy, you played AC, it a lot. I got all the ACs done. I did. Yeah, I think I probably would have preferred to have bought it secondhand, like sure. 2018, 2019, and then sure. done all that with it. But no it, it, yeah it, i i kind of see it as almost like the gray area or like the bad period of my gaming history wow i can't believe honest. that yeah so at the end of three like 360 to the end of 360 was like sort of the golden age and then that uh, beginning of xbox one was like well it's, it's funny like i almost see it like a movie right where like the 360 was like the amazing beginning of the movie the xbox one was sort of like the really harsh shitty part of the movie where like the the character goes through hardships sure. and then the series x and ps4 and ps5 is sort of where they get to the end of the movie they beat the main villain it's like everyone goes home happy you know sure that's sure. kind of what how i feel like my gaming experience has gone so far sure <laughs> so yeah let's go with that <laughs> uh, no that's fair that's fair um look I'm, I'm about to conclude my segment anyway the last thing jay as you know uh division two you helped me finish yes. it. We did the last two strongholds. You it's did. uninstalled now. I don't you feel did. the need to play the DLC, even though I've paid for it. But I got the game for like eight <laughs> quid with the DLC, so I'm not too fussed about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, really. that's that's one of those things you can always come back to if you feel like you need to. That's but, true. Um, and, DLC's and, pretty fun, but it's it's a bit of a slog if you're really not up for it, you know? Sure, but if you are, You really, you really have the, to be in the mood for it. Yeah, yeah totally. So... um. Just very quickly on the game, Jay, just because I know I've discussed it with you, but I I really do like quite a few things about it. And I know that a lot of people liked it when it came out. I really do like the locations. I really do like the overall, you know, it's tapping into that, to be very general here, it's tapping into that boy fantasy of like, you know, being in the army or being a special guns. agent and like post, <laughs> you know, like exactly. Guns, yeah, squads. Like, it's like a Fallout-y type thing. Exactly. Know. Exactly. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. And um, and the gameplay is solid, you know, it's fun to play. There's plenty there. Funny that. You make a good point. It is very much a male seemingly enjoyable game, right? Like I feel like you wouldn't get many females who've played Division and went, Oh, I'd really like that. Like it, yeah. it feels almost like what Pokemon was was back in the day. Where I feel like it was geared more towards little boys or just men. The male <laughs> Sure. Whereas nowadays, Pokemon they introduced the fairy type, and it was like, oh, you know, girls can enjoy it. Too. Girls galore. Yeah. But to be honest, some of my favorite Pokemon are fairy type Pokemon. So sure, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's um, 
it's just one of those things I think like where Call of Duty I'm not saying girls don't play Call of Duty but let's be honest here I, I imagine the majority of Call of Duty players are boys I'd um, honestly say it's probably like 85-15 if not 90-10 if not 95-5 it's probably like such a massive oh yeah I wouldn't can't be surprised. Be, it can't I'm be anything lower than 80. No, can't yeah. Be anything lower than 80. Uh, maybe 85, yeah. I hear you. I do hear you. So, yeah. So Which isn't I, a bad thing. That's true. It sells phenomenally. That's true. Clearly. And uh, we love it, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, and, like, things can be made towards certain, like, is what it is, right? Like, I'm not going to be listening to that female podcast. It's really big. I'm, it's not interesting to me. You know what I mean? Uh, is it, I want to say her name's Alex Cooper. Is it Alex Cooper? I, I don't even know what you're on about. She's like a massive podcaster. Leash okay. spoke to me about her over the weekend. She's like the female Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. See, this is what I mean. We don't even know. You know what I'm I didn't know her name either. Not in our wheelhouse, clearly. So Division 2, glad we did it. Glad we uninstalled it. I, mem- I remember Elle telling me like, oh yeah, the map just resets when you finish the game. And I was like, <laughs> nope, not a chance. Not a yeah, Scooby it's probably Doom. one of the most dis- disappointing end games, I think. Just they could have done something else with it, right? But <sighs> I, I guess know. it's no different to a new game plus, I guess, in some ways. So. It's funny how like the gaming community is sort of sounding like they're a bit fed up with that whole sort of you know RPG looter shooter with an end game, but no one seemed to have mastered it yet, other than Destiny. I think you reckon? I don't know. What else? Who else has done a good job of it? Do you reckon? I guess Borderlands. Borderlands. Borderlands and... and uh... Yeah, Alex Cooper. It's called Call Her Daddy. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I didn't... I didn't. Oh, yeah, no, I do She's massive, apparently. But yeah, anyway. no, she is. There's anyway. actually quite a few female podcasters that have um, made a name for themselves over the last couple of years since COVID, I'd say. Fair, fair. Yeah, sorry. Are we talking about as in like resetting the world, Jay, or uh, like New Game Plus? Or... No, just in terms of like what you can do at the end for the end game. Of the oh, game. okay, fine. Yeah, sure. Well, Destiny's That's a point, the go-to by the way. template, um, right? When I was listening to the podcast earlier, so they made a, I think Alana Pierce made a a good comparison about Redfall basically being Arcane's attempt at a Borderlands game. Sure. Apparently, it's very similar, and I, that made me go, "Hang on." That's a totally. Why hasn't Borderlands been copied more, Jay? That's a good question because it should be. It's fucking phenomenal. Exactly. Like I'm surprised we that get Destiny come along clones. And like, Hang on, why don't we just do that? We get Destiny <laughs> clones. Like, we get Fortnite arcane, clones. Like this might be the closest thing we've had to a Borderlands clone. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. From what I've seen, gameplay-wise, it does look pretty similar. In I mean, Jay, what would you rather, a Borderlands game or a live service game? I know which one I would rather have. You know what I mean? Don't depends say live service the, Depends game. on the IP. Don't say live service depends game. Depends on the IP. <sighs> depends on the IP. <laughs> Let's put it this way. If you ask me, do I want to play the Suicide Squad game versus a new Borderlands game, I'd probably say Borderlands game. But I'd be very excited about playing both. Sure, I get that. It'd be, it'd be close. It'd be closer than you'd think. I get that. I get that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, look, it's done. It's wrapped up. I won't be going back to it. I'm glad I went back to it, especially playing with you. Yeah. You know, I'm glad I finished it. But it's done. It's moving on. And with that, we reached the end of the show, Jay. Mm-hmm. Any final words? I'm sure there's something I forgot to mention. 
as always. As always. I, I, literally 10 minutes after I finish the podcast with you, I'm like, ah, bugger. There is something else I've got written down on my pod ideas, but I'll save that for another time. Okay. All right. No worries. Well, we'll wrap it up then, because I know usually we're running quite, well, not over, because we haven't got a time limit, but have a good week, everyone, anyways. Uh, we'll catch you when we catch you, and uh, until then, enjoy gaming, soldiers. I'm waiting for a bye from you, Jay. You know, just... Peace. Peace. Okay, brilliant. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh...